A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. another episode of the radio vet with dr kelly we are in our old recording studio and this is this is awesome it's nice to be back so how are you i'm doing well how are you i'm overjoyed because <laughs> like so much normalcy has suddenly returned in a very pretty quick you know time you're right and uh it's like partial you know elation and partial terror <laughs> <laughs> it's just like weird. I was like, well, I didn't think I'd be doing this kind of stuff again. So it's nice. Get your shot, everybody, so we can do more of this. Okay. <laughs> so um, Dr. Kelly is going to uh, kind of give us her weekend review. I thought I would give her my weekend review <laughs> and tell you about my wife's little tiny microscopic puppy chihuahua that she's had for about two months now. Oh. And she's been very healthy and happy, although she's very, again, she's minute. She's like, you know, they always say thumbnail pictures. She's a thumbnail dog. I mean, she's okay. just so small. Um, traditional Chihuahua, you know, they call it apple head or whatever. Um, but half of her face blew up this week, inflamed. Aww. And she has like little sores all over her body that are kind of like, you know, boil, like pustulating a little bit. Now, here's the thing. She's totally happy and cool. Okay. There's no, you know, she doesn't seem like she's on death's door or anything and so i'm wondering our initial um uh, non-professional assessment was is this an allergy that's what it sounds like when you say part of her face yep blew up i assume you mean swelled up swelled up yes okay. yeah yeah not it was not spontaneous combustion that would have been a whole other conversation yeah, so <laughs> we see like acute allergic reactions in dogs if they um, we frequently see it if they knock over the garbage can when no one's around <laughs> and people come home to a dog with a poofed up face and maybe bumps on their body, which are hives. Yep. yep. You know, a, a very kind of what this temporary is temporary allergic reaction. Yeah. Um, or it could have been a, a, a sting because hmm. uh, they'll she's, get a similar reaction with a sting. Yeah. She's not. 
That's po- you know that is possible. She does not spend a whole lot of time outside. She's too small to be outside. Yeah. She's t- almost too small to be inside. So <laughs> she's so <laughs> tiny. Where she's, do you keep her? <laughs> so small. It's unbelievable. <laughs> oh my gosh. But um, yeah. Do you think this is something that potentially will write itself, or is it something that we should? So. Uh, is the swelling been going on now for days? Uh, because then it's really it's like two days. It's okay. like day two or day three. Um, they thought because they were just sort of curious. That, that her food does have eggs in it, and they thought maybe it was the eggs because they were just kind of testing and <laughs> doing their own little thing. And okay, it's and they gave her a little egg, and I guess it it just sort of it did it seemed to make things worse for a little bit, you know, huh. and so. I don't know if an egg allergy is something that dogs have. I don't know. Is that? I mean, I guess dogs can definitely have food allergy, and okay. they typically do occur more commonly in the very young. That's where um, we're at. She's only she's oh my gosh, five months, six months, something like yeah, that. She's pretty minute. I mean, that even that's pretty young, but it's yeah. certainly possible. Um, more commonly, what we see with food allergies in the what I believe I see frequently is um, a dog who. Uh, usually a young adult dog who has a history of chronic loose stool as a puppy ah. and then develops chronically itchy skin, skin problems, um, all kinds of skin issues because that's how allergies manifest in dogs, whether okay. it's food or environmental. Is sure. All, you know, almost exclusively skin problems. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so it's interesting because if it if it was a very sudden change, like you looked at her and she was normal and the next time you looked at her boom you know her face is swollen and she's got marks on her body it sounds more like an acute you know hypersensitivity reaction but um while those can take if you you know if they don't get uh like a steroid injection or uh, a couple doses of an antihistamine yeah it can take a few days for all of that to completely die down and go away and I um, guess again, they would be everyone would be much more worked up about it this if her beha- if behaviorally she yeah. had changed, but she's not. She's playing with her toys. Yeah. She's pestering her sister, which is normal. The uh, <laughs> the quote unquote nice thing about food allergies in dogs is that um, they don't tend to be anaphylactic reactions. Okay. so it doesn't okay. involve the airway or you know. Uh, going into shock or anything sure, like that. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Well, great. I mean, so uh, I told yeah. I told my wife not to panic. Um, I guess when they started to kind of burst and postulate a little bit, she was kind of like, "Oh my god, this is terrible." But I'm thinking it's huh. just, yeah, I don't know. Um, but we'll we'll wait and see. And what's interesting? So two wonderful things happened this week. I'm just spearheading the show here. I don't know why. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we signed up on your recommendation. We signed up for pet insurance this week. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> so that was nice. Um, so that felt good. And then, um, <laughs> and the other thing is that uh, my wife will be coming to see specifically you, because <laughs> all that we talked about here is uh, she still wants to run her in. So <laughs> I think the appointment was made. She called East Town and said, "I need to see Doctor Kelly specifically." So expect my wife. Okay, you'll get to meet this microscopic <laughs> little speck of a dog very soon. I hear. So uh, we'll see how many ounces she weighs. I'm hope. Yes. Oh my gosh. We'll. Uh, so what's nice is that she'll be part of the show next week if you do a week in review. Um, <laughs> we can talk about this problem, Chihuahua. I hope so. I hope so. So there we are. So anyway, beyond the Messerman family, what's going on in your life? Oh, <laughs> uh, so some interesting stuff we saw in the past week at work. Um, let's see. One case of hemorrhagic gastroenteritis, HGE. Heck. 
I know, I know. It sounds <laughs> terrible, and it's very descriptive. It <laughs> so, is. Every word makes me wince. Now, there's your, you know, your average happy, healthy dog who eats something that their system is not used to, and first their stomach gets really upset, and they throw up, and then maybe the next day their intestines get upset, and they have diarrhea, and the diarrhea can become bloody, but these dogs are usually still eating and have their normal energy and go on their walks and seem to feel fine. Okay. okay. Yeah. Those are not dogs with hemorrhagic gastroenteritis. <laughs> <laughs> dogs that have this syndrome that we called HGE for many years, and now, of course, it's been updated to a newer, fancier probably better name somehow but all of us that graduated more than 10 years ago don't know the new name <laughs> so h, h the hge is so 2010 we speak the old language <laughs> <laughs> so, um the dogs that have hge are suddenly very sick Ooh, dogs and okay. they have bloody vomit Ooh. and bloody diarrhea and they are depressed they are lethargic they are sick. That sounds bad. All it of is. This sounds it horrible. is bad. They yeah. can get quite. They can get shocky because Ooh. of it. Um, okay. And so, when one of these dogs comes in, we figure out that they have HGE really based on one part of uh, routine blood work, which is um, their PCV or their hematocrit. What is that? Um, the packed cell volume um, or their hematocrit. It's basically okay. What percentage of the blood's volume do the red cells take up? Okay, sure. Yeah, and it's when one of these dogs comes comes in, it's really, really, really high. Okay, uh, meaning that they've hyper concentrated their blood. They've lost a lot of the liquid portion Ooh. of their blood, but the cells are still there. So, so what? I mean, what causes this? Good heaven! I mean, <laughs> good, good question. Yeah. I don't think anyone knows what causes <laughs> really? this. Really? Are we talking genetics? Are we talking? Oh no, I don't okay. believe so. I don't. I, I don't think that there's any strong breed disposition okay. for this. It seems to be a random event. And the good news is that they get better very quickly, but oh. you have to put them on IV fluids to get better. Okay. so um, Yeah, they're severely dehydrated. Severely dehydrated. Huh. Yeah. So normally, the packed cell volume or the percentage of the blood's volume that red cells take up in your average healthy dog is like roughly 32 to 47%. Okay. Okay, that's how much of the volume of blood red cells take up. Um, when these dogs come in, it'll be in the 60s or 70s. So it's really, wow. yeah, okay. really high concentration. Jeez. Rather thick blood, if you will. Oh, my. You're right. Yeah. How, um, uh, how much time, I mean, if you notice that your dog is having, you know, I mean, is it violent enough that you're just like, oh, boy, we're going to go to the ER I now? I think it or? really scares people when okay. they see blood coming out of both ends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they yes. generally get help. <laughs> I panic immediately, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. you know? um, interestingly enough, I think the last time I had, we had any kind of exposure to something like this was when my... Uh, my dog had uh, hookworms once, and, oh, it, yeah. and both end bleeding yeah. from both ends. Now, is that, huh. is that is that related to? I mean, or is that a totally different reaction? You know. Um. So, possibly, if your dog vomited up actual worms, that's more likely roundworms. Okay. Okay. Roundworms look like spaghetti when they get vomited up. Okay. Moving spaghetti. Fun. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was the horror movie episode of <laughs> Radio So Man. I don't know if that's what you saw, but hookworm, yeah, hookworms are a lot smaller okay. than roundworms. Uh, but they do. They absolutely can cause anemia in sure. very tiny dogs yeah. who have a heavy load of hookworms because yeah. they hook onto the wall of the <laughs> intestine and suck blood. Lovely. Like leeches. Ooh, internal <laughs> leeches. Wow. Um. People can catch hookworms, too. Right, right. That's, that's, what, that's what freaked us out. Okay. And we Googled that one. We're just like, okay, this has to stop now. Um, but although, again, once the medication came in, it was over in a day. Yes. I mean, it was very quick. So that's a good yeah. thing. So you had a, you, did you have a uh, HG? Yes. Okay. E, yes. E, yes. I got to make sure I get the letters right. Um, uh, you had one this week. Yeah, and so, um, you know, just like they do, um, if you treat them symptomatically and get them on IV fluids, they get better very quickly. And Happy know. ending for this yeah, one. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, so something else I saw that was a little unusual, mainly because of the age of the dog that it occurred in, is um, a odd kind of frustrating problem called an elbow hygroma. Oh, I don't know anything about this. So you, <laughs> these is these occur in typically large dogs, dogs that have some weight behind them. And uh, right over the bony prominence of the elbow, uh, if you can picture a dog sitting sternally, meaning their belly's touching the ground, sure, but yes. they're mm -hmm. up on their elbows. Yep. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure on those little bony elbow points. Oh, okay. Okay. And most big dogs develop calluses, these hairless, yes. you know, areas of thickened skin on a their elbows. Absolutely. Normal calluses. Yeah, my guy's okay. got that going on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And once in a while, when a large dog <laughs> who puts a lot of weight on their elbows when they sit like that doesn't have enough padding oh. under their elbows, they'll get um, some fluid accumulated okay. there. And sometimes, and this is what happened in my young patient, who's only a one-year-old, beautiful <laughs> lab. Oh. He always lays on his left elbow for some reason. He always <laughs> leans that way, always. <laughs> and, you know, he's young and slim, and they have an older dog with a nice orthopedic bed. This guy just lays wherever. <laughs> <laughs> Get off the bathroom tiles. It's not but good for your elbows. But <laughs> one day, he had some bad luck, and he, you know, was laying on his left elbow callus. He doesn't have one on the right side yet. Okay. Um, and... <laughs> He must have laid, you know, just in the right position for just long enough that he caused um, some pressure necrosis. He caused some tissue un just under the skin oh. to die okay. because he laid there long enough and he cut off the blood supply just to that spot where all his weight was concentrated. Oh, boy. Okay. And so some tissue actually died under the surface. So huh. his, his little elbow callus swelled up and got red and angry, and he was very bothered by it. And oh, a, few, a few days later... This is what they do. It, it bursts open, and the dead stuff comes out, and then there's a big hole in his elbow. Oh, good Lord. A gaping hole. Oh, that's horrifying. I know. It Man. is horrifying. <laughs> it's ugly. I'm going to stop leaning on my elbows now. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> so what these need is pressure relief and time. Okay. Yeah. So they ordered him some nice um, – there are um, – products made for this problem okay yeah and uh, the owners were able to order some you know padded elbow covers that go up and over the top of the dog because they have to basically hold each other up from one side <laughs> to the other so even though he only needs one on the <laughs> right, one side right. he has to wear both because that's how they stay up it's like suspenders looks like he's ready for rollerblading yeah <laughs> <laughs> but in the meantime um because this is an open wound now that's about a centimeter deep Oof. Um, you know, showing the sub-Q fat layer. Oh, my God. He has to be on antibiotics. 
probiotics yeah. and an anti-inflammatory. And we get to make a beautiful donut bandage, which is <laughs> <laughs> um, this ring of padded material uh-huh. that goes over the wound and keeps all pressure direct from you know being directly on the wound at all yeah and the bandage itself because it's on his upper you know front leg his upper arm if you will has to go up and over and around the other side just wow. to hold that up he's got like later hosing on yeah right he, does. <laughs> <laughs> he actually does he has a, a, this padded bandage with the donut over the elbow yeah and then he's wearing a full bodysuit over it because this guy not only do you have to have a one of those cones on him so that he doesn't rip off yeah, the bandage you, with his mouth doing like two minutes i'm sure he yeah. is an expert at using his rear foot on the same side to scratch that elbow Oh, no. So he has to wear a full bodysuit over the bandage. Dude is like in a truss at yeah. this point. So he has the cone. That's just dangling from the, the, the bandage <laughs> and the bodysuit. <laughs> oh, this poor dog. You know, he is a one year old happy lab. He's so happy. Well, he, he honestly, he's not going to be put off by uh, any that's of this. Good. <laughs> that's spirit good. Because is <laughs> unmarked by this. <laughs> Mine would be completely destroyed. Uh, I, I would just crumble to my children all day the, long. The hard <laughs> thing about this situation is that it requires time. Right. <laughs> in order right. to get better. And the owners have to, I mean, how much do they have to do when it comes to dressing and redressing and well, all that sort of stuff? Hopefully the initial bandage will last until the you know the end of the <laughs> holiday weekend. And yes. we'll see him Tuesday <laughs> and we'll decide if he needs another bandage or if they can just move on to the you know, fancy padded elbow sleeves that they bought. Is it out of the realm of possibility to just medicate him for the weekend? Oh, he's got sedatives. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) And maybe the owners need one, too. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, another yesterday was young, happy, energetic lab day at work. So the other dog that went home with sedatives (laughs) was a recently, although a whole month ago, spayed female Mm -hmm. lab who... We took her sutures out over a week ago, and her Owie. skin was beautifully healed. Yeah. Now it's four weeks post-surgery, and it, about an inch and a half of the front end of her incision opened up again. Ooh. Is she nibbling or something? No. Or or? No. Oh. This was healed skin. I believe what happened um, is that she had a very deep seroma. Uh, um, a okay. seroma is a fluid accumulation that uh, can happen anytime tissue is disrupted and healing. And it's usually just under the surface with our spay incisions and we can see them and we yeah. can even drain them if we want to. Sure, sure. Um, when they're a little deeper, they can be hard to notice or perhaps hers formed a little later. Um, maybe when after the f- week of rest and she returned to some activity, yeah. you know, after having a week of healing, perhaps that's when it formed if she was a little too active. Anyway, when they drain on their own, that's typically what happens is a little part of the incision reopens and lets all the fluid out, which Oof. is a normal part of the process of sure. healing, but it was a surprise because it's a month <laughs> after right, her right. surgery, so it's pretty late. Yeah. At any rate, um, yeah, she had to be re- stapled and um, go home on sedatives and another bodysuit. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) The bodysuit suppliers are wondering what's going on in Mequon this week. (laughs) I preferred, for her, I preferred the cone, but because she went home with a bodysuit from her first space, from her initial space surgery, and she ran into a tree and ripped the thing. Oh, good heavens. Ripped the suit, not her incision. Oh, right, right, right. Absolutely. (laughs) So they had to throw that one away. Good lord! <laughs> but they oh wanted to try it again. You know, you keep talking about these, uh, you know, active dogs, and I oh, chuckle because yeah. my dog does nothing. I mean, he's just—he's just. He's just 
He sits. And I not mean, all labs are like that. I mean, I have a puppy golden retriever, you know, so, a, you know, a different kind of retriever, a Labrador retriever, golden retriever. Sure, yeah. Very related breeds. I have a puppy golden who's probably 12 to 14 weeks out old right now <laughs> she is so mellow <laughs> she's just happy to watch and you know be there but and she's not hyper at all she's she's great dog, dogs are like a box of chocolates as forrest gump <laughs> yeah, said yeah. <laughs> you just don't know what so, you're gonna yeah, get they're not all like that interesting but, but yeah sometimes wow. the young um hunting breed dogs are <laughs> a bit much ready to go <laughs> yeah i have never been my temperament has never been matched with yeah, that and the hardest part of surgery for them is healing <laughs> the they, most obnoxious part and it's not well, i shouldn't say it's healing it's letting themselves heal <laughs> not, <laughs> by being restricted not not joyfully self-harming yeah <laughs> so you know I, there's another bad uh, little bit uh, i was a bad pet owner that i am um i introduced one of my uh, one-eyed black cats to television this week and he loves it huh yeah he was watching perry mason this week <laughs> Huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is black and white, I assume. I guess maybe. Yeah. I know and he um hmm. he didn't just watch a little. Uh-huh. He watched for about twenty two minutes. So I'm a little worried that he may actually have an addictive personality. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it could be convinced to watch game shows, maybe soap operas, I don't know. But yeah. uh, he's definitely into legal shows. <laughs> so anyway, so that's that's the report from the from the feline center. He'll be in law and order next. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. He'll know all the lines. So uh any other little quick uh niblets from the, uh, from the week or we, are we um definitely diagnosed two dogs with hip dysplasia, canine hip dysplasia. Oh boy. Uh, one is the typical kind of middle-aged dog and one is um, younger so that's the the two ways that canine hip dysplasia tends to present itself one they have pain when they're young and still growing sure and they have trouble getting up from laying down um, and they may have a certain odd way that they run mm-hmm. or number two they make it all the way to middle age seven eight nine years old and then they sh- start to show signs of arthritis and pain in the hips and then oh we ac- and then we x-ray them and discover you were born with hip dysplasia but it hasn't been a problem till now is that a breed specific thing in some ways or yes okay it is a breed specific okay. thing in some ways <laughs> in it's many ways all, it's also <laughs> affected uh, also affected by nutrition Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, when All they're right. puppies, I should say. When they're oh. puppies. Hence the large breed puppy foods that are out there. Right, right. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Very <laughs> good. Very good. Excellent. All right. Well, if there's limping dogs out there, Dr. Kelly's on the job. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, that's the uh, news from the front lines at Easttown <laughs> Veterinary <laughs> over there on Port Washington Road, right? You guys are that's right. Correct. Right next to, uh, we were talking before the show, right next to the Metro Market <laughs> where Dr. Kelly goes to get lunch. Yes, we just found that out. Time. So, <laughs> all right. Well, say hi to my Chihuahua and wife if you I see will. her in the next 48 hours. And uh, we'll be back next week with another great show. Thank you so much. Thank you. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
it. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.